Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Freely Becoming with Carly and Chelsea. Hey. Hey, bitch. What you doing? What's up? You know, Mercury retrograding, which we'll get into in a moment. Yes, a lot of Mercury retrograde. We just uh, exited a full moon. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to post this because I still have one po- podcast to post. And we're going to post this one first. Maybe. Um, but the other one, we talked politics about what happened oh, with the true. inauguration. So yeah. we're going to be really out of time whack. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We could just remind people of the shit things that have happened a few weeks ago. I know. <laughs> we have decided for a little bit now to maybe just post like every other week. Like haven't really decided. We're going on Chelsea and Carly time and that time is unpredictable. Yeah. It is. Um, we're just vibing. We're just chilling. Yeah, so if I want to post, I'll post, and if I forget because life got crazy, like a Mercury retrograde, then oopsies, you get the inauguration. But also, later. like, we run our own businesses on mm-hmm. top of doing a podcast, yeah. so we busy out in these streets. I know, yeah. It's been a really busy time, which has been nice, but I'm seeing a silver lining for me, at least. Like, February, I don't have a whole lot of uh, classes I'm teaching. I don't have a whole lot of um, cards scheduled. I it just seems very not a whole lot, which I'm excited for because I'll probably use that time to learn new things. So. Yeah, I like that. My February is actually pretty booked, but it's because I offered some like a new spiritual pathing service, I saw which that. I am freaking stoked about because people come to me with love readings all the time and I love doing love readings, yeah. but you get kind of bored of them. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. people are like, What am I gonna meet my soulmate? And you're like, Okay, girl, you, there's a few things you need to be doing yes. for we get there but spiritual pathing is lit because it like walks people through their spiritual journeys and awakenings and like Mm -hmm. I'm just excited about that so I'll be doing that all February Mm -hmm. living in my own like spiritual pathing land yes I think in February I still need to finish my Reiki classes so that's like number one I have that too in February I signed up for Reiki yes yeah so, so we could like do Reiki together on the podcast. I know it'll be good. Like, are you doing it online, like virtual or in person? So here's my thing. I have been trying to find a Reiki master in the tri-state area for so mm-hmm. long. And my friend just went to one that opened up down the shore and she just started doing Reiki classes. So I just signed up. So I'm going in person. Um, it's safe. It's going to be like on the beach. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be freezing but oh, I want to sure. do it in person so what about are you doing live or are you doing in person so I actually took my Reiki classes back in October um, yeah. or September like very uh long time ago the problem is um I doubt she's listening to this my Reiki master is a former professor so okay. she kind of structured it in a way of it's a lot of homework and a lot of busy work um each chapter you basically are writing a mini essay on each thing and I was working three jobs like yeah. And running the group. So I just never got a chance to finish it. So I sat in virtually for the Reiki level one and level two. I learned a lot, but I never stuck with it. I never did my 21 day. Just didn't have time. Yeah. I really just didn't have time. So I'm hoping in February I can get back on it. Can I have, yeah, you have to do like a, it's not, you have to, it just happens. Like the, it's the spiritual detox. What does that mean? So you meditate every single day and you do Reiki on yourself every single day for 21 days. And so everybody, it's different. So Ryan will have on the podcast slash Roy, but Ryan will have on here and she'll explain it better than I do. But some people will stop like unintentionally stop eating meat, but you're already a vegetarian. And I already don't drink really. Exactly. So a lot of people will just like 
maybe will add things like maybe they will get energetic and start uh, working out and doing yoga, but it just kind of changes your system because you're aligning your chakras. And so it's like just really intense and crazy. So I never did it because I, I had so much, yeah, going on. I would skip a day. It just never was consistent. And so I bought some Reiki books today and I, we have some friends who are in Reiki. Um, we have Ryan, there's Alexa Sharwal. Um, like there's just a lot of Reiki people I know in my life. And so I basically have just reached out to most of them and been like, look, I took the class. I'm, I just need to get through a busy work. I'm getting certified, but is there any way I can like work under you or do a class with you or pay to learn more under you just because I feel like yeah, my experience was a odd one. It felt like I was in uh, college and I, yeah, it just I, I wasn't tailored to what you wanted. Exactly. And I don't learn that way. And Same. I connect really well with a lot of our girls. And I also right. connect right. with the people that they learned under really well. So I just figured I would do that. So as you're going through it, I would love to work on uh, learning Reiki with you. Are you doing level one or level one and level two? Yeah, I understand. Um, no, sorry. I had like <laughs> someone just, I'm in my parents' basement and someone just came downstairs. I'm like, gosh, uh, shut up. Um, but yeah, I wanted to do in person for sure because I don't vibe with the professor mm-hmm. kind of vibes for Reiki. That might work for other people, but like you were saying, like we, we all learn differently. Mm-hmm. Are so you doing I need to be in person. Level one or level one and two? I'm doing level one. Okay. Um, and then I think she offers, I'm not sure how she structures it, but right now it's just level one. So I'll get my attunement, which I'm like, mm-hmm. Reiki's kind of crazy because someone gives it to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, you can't do it unless you're attuned. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the hell is this like sorcery? You can do it, but like attunement and is like enhances it. Yeah. So with level one and for listeners at home, level one is you can do Reiki on yourself. And I know... I think Ryan practice on others on level one. I think she was level two certified though, because level two certification is you practice on others and that's cool. Yeah. And so Ryan just got her master's so she can do all the extra added stuff. So not right. only work on other people, but can work on like past life Reiki. She can do Which like, is sick. I know like future Reiki. She can do Reiki for people who are about to like she uh, does like psychic on. surgery. Yes. Like mm-hmm. removes blockages. I'm like, I need, that's why I want to do it because I'm like, I want to do that on myself because being a spiritual worker, I feel like we have energy issues to begin with. Exactly. Like you're reading tarot. So like, imagine if you were just like healing yourself. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think you'll learn how to do it all on yourself in level one. So I don't know if okay. you yourself will actually need level two because it's more how to do it on other people. But there, I think what's interesting now is a lot of practitioners are like, here's level one, but then here's also some added classes as well. So like psychic surgery on yourself, and then you don't have to pay for a giant level two class. So I like that some practitioners are like, just find your piece of the pie that you want, you know? Right, So especially modern day teachers, I've been really enjoying like looking how they've structured it. Like you don't have to do the traditional route all the time. Right. We, if you listen to our podcast, we are not them traditional people. Yeah. We're like, let's go with the flow. Let's do whatever we want. I'm interested in Reiki. I'm just going to sign up for a class. No, actually I I'm fascinated by it. And I think it's really going to be useful Mm -hmm. in my practice and for my clients. So 
Exactly. So you can do tarot and Reiki. That's something I learned. And then um, today I bought a Reiki book and I bought um, chakra oracles. And um, I, are you okay? Like, (laughs) I feel like you're having a lot of problems today. And like, what's crazy about it is like, you try to just be like sly about it too. Like, okay, y'all didn't see her here, but she just sneezed. And then she was trying to be like, you didn't see it, Carly. And I was like, nobody even heard it. And it's like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I think it's Mercury retrograde. Which yes. We're talk about. Um, oh, I'm crying. I'm, yeah, I'm having a lot of problems down here. <laughs> Communication issues. One of, that's like all retrograde is. Mercury is at least. So I guess, well, I want to continue talking about before we jump into Mercury retrograde, like the new things that we're learning. And I am a big believer, like if you're drawn to something or you're interested mm-hmm. in something, you should be learning it because that means the universe is trying to pull you on that path mm-hmm. because it's like a good path. Mm-hmm. So Carly, you're learning something new, aren't you? You bought okay. a bunch of shit. Yes, actually a lot of stuff. So yeah, like I said, I, I bought the Reiki book. I bought yeah. some chakra oracles, which chakras help with Reiki and you'll learn that. And we should do a whole podcast about chakras because I find them highly interesting. They are so interesting. I have an idea. We should talk to Alexa Sharwal about chakras because she's all about educating on chakras. Yeah. That would yep. be amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, that would be awesome. So I anyways, broke, go um, ahead. Ryan's shaman quartz when she was doing Reiki on me because my sacral is so open that she, it chipped in the middle of my Reiki session. Oh my God. Like, do I buy you a new shaman? I know. <laughs> like, what do you do then? <laughs> Yeah, chakras are interesting. So yeah, that's definitely something we should do for yes. sure. But anyway, go ahead. Um, the other thing is I am trying to teach myself palmistry, like virtual palmistry, because I feel oh, like yeah. it's it's cheesy. Like it's it's like a gypsy but and a little it? yeah. I mean, I think so, but it's fun. It's but so is fun. it cheesy? Like uh, someone can look at us and be like, tarot is cheesy as hell. What are you a fortune teller? Mm-hmm. But like you know, what, what is our palm? Like, how, I know. Do, how do we know that these lines don't mean something? Exactly. That rule. I know. I, I know. I guess maybe I'm just projecting my fears. Um, <laughs> and like, I'm scared of like whatever criticism people might have, like what kind of witchcraft is this? But like, Fair. I'm excited. I've bought two palmistry books. Chelsea sent me a photo of her hand, like a high yeah, resolution photo of her hand. Oh my God. What if I, like, I could easily just be like, I'm going to sell photos of my friend's hands and like make some money off of it. I, I would never do that. I'd even be mad if you did because that's uh, big money moves and plenty. I wouldn't, I, if someone specifically liked my hand, I would keep sending you pictures to send to them so you'd make money. And then I know. Cut. I think most people are like feet people though. So unfortunately I, I don't think I will be able Never to capitalize know. on this. <laughs> um, but no, I want to do um, virtual palm readings because you just, people just go to like a touristy place and get their quote unquote palm read. But it's like, what if you could just send me a photo of your hand? And I'm like, here's your report girl. Like what a fun added service. Like what if someone bought a tarot reading with you? And then like at the end, it was like an added service that you palm reading. Like that's awesome. Exactly. So I was like, I was thinking that too. I was like, what if someone did like, I had like a cocktail service where I did all the things that I learned on them. Um, and then the next thing is I've been talking to Lauren gold a lot and I've just really been enjoying our conversation about astrology. And I don't know, I know a lot, a bit about astrology, but I don't know as much as Lauren gold knows about astrology. Yeah. She's studied for years. Exactly. And we've been talking about like our friends and their placements, and this is why they make this decision because of it. And I've been able to pick up on it a little bit more. And I'm like, 
I think the astrology is going to take a long time. That's why it's the last one. But I'm like, what if I started studying astrology as well? I have a lot more free time, but my main focus is read my chart. Yes. There's, I just use you as my guinea pig for everything. No. And I use you too. That's true. Um, I'll talk about charm casting after you, but yeah, continue. Astrology is so fucking cool to me. And I respect people that pick it up and do it because it is a lot of work and Mm -hmm. it is not the game that I'm in, but I respect people that do it. So imagine coming to me, you get a facial, you get your palm read, you get Reiki done while in your facial. I read your yeah. tarot cards, read your <laughs> like birth chart. And then I, all day. I know. And then I send you on your way. Like the, I like, I'm going to be a, you would have no energy left. <laughs> I know I, I would work with one client in one day and then that's it. <laughs> Could be like an appetizer sampler. Like you can sample a little bit of things. Exactly. I don't think I would offer something necessarily like that unless it was someone I, I kind of trusted and I would block off enough necessary time for. Like I would just focus on that one client the whole day. But I definitely think like I could do a combo service of some of those things. Like facial and Reiki make sense or yeah. tarot and Reiki make sense. And then, mm-hmm. you know, palm reading and tarot make sense. So I feel like I could see a lot of doubles, but not like the whole shebang. Um, But the main focus, I know, could you, it's, it's so me though. It's so. I could just see you being like, I'm blocking off one day for one person and we're doing all the things. And like halfway through, you would just faint. I know (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think my goal here is mostly to finish up my Reiki class and palmistry. Those are the two I think I'm more interested in to add because they fit so well with tarot where astrology is going to be a lot. Go ahead. So shout out to us for being mediums and not offering that as a service yet because we still have to, that's another thing. Yeah. I forgot I was a medium. (laughs) I forget it all the time until I'm doing readings and I'm like, what is that in my head? That's someone's grandma screaming at them like, Oh, I do need to say something. It's been kind of, I've noticed it. Is there like somebody behind you? Medium wise. Okay. Maybe I have felt that there is something literally, I wish you could see where my mouse is, but like right under the light, right where the door is. Yes. I'm like, there's been somebody standing there most of this time. Oh yeah, I know who it is. Okay, cool. Okay, 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 cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> A cool, plus cool, on cool. my mediumship test. Um, yeah, it's this is just the life that we live. You know, okay. I, mean? I get so used to it now that I'm just like, oh, someone's behind me. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, that's what I I figured you already knew, but I was like, yeah. let me just confirm this. Um, I recently saw a psychiatric nurse practitioner, and I was honest. Can you believe? And I told her that I read tarot and had mediumship abilities. And so she's like, so do you hear voices? And I'm like, not in the way that you are implying that I hear voices. Yeah, this is, um, so I was on spiritual spiral show and Mm -hmm. this is a question they asked me was like, do I go to therapy? Cause we were talking about mental health. Cause they got that from our last podcast where we talked about mental health and being a spiritual worker. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a fine line between like, how much do you share with people before they like think that you have problems? I know. Yeah. I just don't share because I'm like, I'd rather not be in an institution. I regret sharing it, but she wasn't judgy of it. She actually thought the tarot stuff was cool. And I was like, I then had to, for paperwork, she had to somehow get me to explain that it was different from hearing a voice that was telling me to go rob a bank or to hurt somebody. And I was like, well, they don't talk to me and I don't hear voices. I just recall a memory. And she's like, okay, that makes sense. And we moved on about our day. But 
just now it made me realize that I could see how she could have been if she was here being like Carly there's no one there you're crazy yeah I'm like I very clearly see a silhouette behind you yeah no um I have a house spirit it could be many of things I know yeah nothing scary um just used to like entities it's mm-hmm. something that you know you get used to after a while exactly when you send them all the time so exactly nothing to be alarmed here oh I want to talk about what I'm yes. studying. so charm casting mm-hmm. which is sick so I like mm-hmm. it's kind of like the cheesy thing of like palmistry but charm casting mm-hmm. is when you like so I went to the store and I bought these charms that were like really specific to what, what I want like one represented love like the question like problems work mm-hmm. career and you basically shake it in a shaker and it's like the oldest form of divination people yes. used to do this with bones and I like release it on a table and it's kind of like reading your tarot so like mm-hmm. I kind of pick apart where the charms are and you could see where someone has a block in certain things or like mm-hmm. when something's coming through for them and it's sick like I'll have to test this on you Carly I don't I know. think I've it. you haven't I need I would love that um I think it would help with like some things that like especially with Mercury in retrograde and just like the unknown, I'm, I'm not working like a full time stable job. Like I'm trying to grow my business, like aesthetics and tarot. So, um, and spiritual, I guess. So I would love to do that just to see like, what's up, bitch. Am I making the right decision or not? Which I think in my 2021 reading, we kind of learned that I am on the right path. Just try not to don't sign any contracts this year. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, yeah, I feel like it's like a fun add on, like, you know, how you're doing promise. like, it's just a fun, yes. Yeah. Add it on to something. Like I would add it on to like my tarot readings and just do a quick like cast and be like, Oh yeah, it's exactly what we said. It's validation. I think like, because I think with tarot, it's like, this is what I'm getting. This is how I feel on it. This is what my intuition says. And it's like, how did you get those from that card? But now these charms are saying the same exact thing. And now I'm doing Reiki on you. And I see that you're blocked in this area. And now I understand why you're not maybe standing up for yourself because your throat chakra is blocked and all these cards said to stand up for yourself, set boundaries and et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like it's just added validation. It's added fun and excitement right. and just gives people maybe what they are seeking more of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like who doesn't love another form of divination? Exactly. Exactly. But going back to what you were saying before, I was like, there's somebody behind you. You're correct. We don't offer our mediumship abilities to anyone. No, you know what I'm struggling with is that I am trying to find a way to package it mm-hmm. to be more client facing. Cause I'm like, it's hard to kind of rein in when you have it. Cause like it's on when it's on, but then it's off when it's off and you mm-hmm. like have to figure out it's a, it's a learning curve. What I have learned is if it is, you're correct. When it's off, it's off. When it's on, it's on in unfortunate situations. And you're like, what the fuck? And I have noticed that relying on my tarot cards has helped a lot, like so much. So I tell my clients now in services, if you are wanting me to connect with someone who has passed on, I'm happy to do so, but I need you to tell me, Hey Carly, does so-and-so have a message for me? They have the exact person. Exactly. And I pull cards on it and then I see what is happening. I use my intuition Mm -hmm. and then I'm connected. That is the only way I have found that I've been able to do it in my own control. Sometimes things are fuzzy. Sometimes things I have a bit trouble with, but other times they're a lot stronger, which I feel like that's how it is with mediumship anyways, is some moments are fuzzy. Some moments are stronger. So that has helped me. Maybe that's some advice to you, like maybe just using your charms or your tarot to kind of help guide that. Um, But I, I was going to say, I feel like you set more stricter boundaries about those things. I, 
so I only in my tarot readings prefer to connect with people's spirit guides because they're the ones that are giving the messages. So in my readings, I will actually connect beforehand and mm -hmm. I do get messages. Sometimes I can't decipher who you're like, people want to know like, well, who was that? And it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know who that mm -hmm. was, but I just know it was your spirit guide. And this is the symbol that they gave me. And like, either that rings a bell with you or it doesn't because maybe they're from like a past life or mm -hmm. whatever. But I work with people's spirit guides during readings. So that's interesting that you do like, like I do mediumship that way. Like I can connect with people's like family members and stuff, but I feel like specifically when I'm doing tarot, I only want to connect with guides. Yeah. And I think my thing is, I don't know the, and that makes total sense to me. I think the problem with me is I don't know if I'm talking to their spirit guide or an right. entity uh, of theirs, of someone who's passed on because it, it could be both or it could be, you know, it could just be one or the other. So right. I don't know if I'm talking to their spirit guide and I don't know if their grandpa is their spirit guide, you know, like that's kind yeah. of the feeling I get. That's it. like a whole nother service we would have to offer I know. Sit here for a half hour, like working that out. I know. I know. One so night. I think it's just easiest not to it unless like, it's also energy draining. I know. If you're not prepared for it. I know. If I do a mediumship reading, I am most likely in bed, like yep. not able to even eat, like can't move, like feel like a ton of weight is on me. Like, so I'm lucky where a lot of people who come and see me are very new and those things maybe scare them. So they don't often ask. Yeah, I sometimes think that they just come to me sometimes. So, and that's another thing you have to be careful because sometimes people don't want a mediumship reading mm -hmm. and you're yes. getting this message and you're like, oops. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell afraid them, of spirits. Yeah, that's why I tell them, I'm like, if you want to talk to someone, you tell me because yeah. otherwise, like, you're having this amazing, happy reading. And then, bam, I'm like, oh, yeah, here's this really traumatic event. Let's talk about it, you know? Like, and yeah. I just, I tell people, this is what you make it. But I also do mine face-to-face -face where you do yours pre-recorded. Mm -hmm. So I think I have that luxury as well to navigate it with someone a little bit more, ask them what they're comfortable with, communicate. But also your added bonus to yours is you don't have to worry about any sort of like miscommunication between them and their spirit guide and you. It's like, here's exactly what I'm picking up. You have no, like, don't ask any questions or ask questions, but you can't ask questions right now because it's all pre-recorded. Yeah. And like, believe it or not, I like when doing pre-recorded, I thought people would have so many questions, but not because I'm working so closely with someone's spirit guide. It's literally dead on. It's like, I couldn't even get more fucking close mm -hmm. if I tried. Um, so I, we work similar ways, but also different and it still winds up working. So exactly. I feel like they both have their pros and cons. Like I'm so yeah. ADHD. I cannot, I am behind a month on some pre-recorded stuff yeah. and that's unacceptable. Like, and I know that, but mental health and, yeah. um, like a lot of issues just getting in the way. And like, I just know that if I do pre-recorded videos, it is it's just, it doesn't work for me, but I wish I could because I see the benefits of it. Yeah. It's, there's pros and cons. Like I sometimes wish I had the back and forth with a client, but I also do offer, like if people need to schedule time with me to go over what I just read, like they're allowed to do a face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. Like I'm never like, no, mm -hmm. you can only listen to my recording. Um, exactly. But yeah, you have to find what works for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's, that's the name of the game, but we wind up getting messages the same way, even though it's different, it's still yeah. fucking accurate. Our friend Katie Maple, she does pre-recorded videos. And what I liked about her is I did have a question. I did need clarification. Mm. And I was like, hey, can you clarify this for me? And she's like, here you go. Here's like a six-minute video of clarification, yep. free of charge, happy to help, 
anything yeah, I can do I for do. you. Yeah, I was like, got to give the timestamp. That's what I do. I'm like, send me your timestamp and yes. we can get mm -hmm. it cleared up. Yes, I know. I love that. And I want to do Etsy like you two do, but I'm like, how does that work if I'm not doing it pre-recorded? which you both have yeah. really good systems. And I don't think I need an Etsy, but it would just be nice to have that extra platform. No, for sure. Um, but all right, you want to dive into Mercury retrograde? I guess so. I guess we can get into it. I like, I'll be honest with you. Carly's probably going to provide more insight on Mercury retrograde. I am a bad witch. I don't okay. study Mercury retrograde. I feel like Mercury retrograde is always in retrograde. And mm -hmm. from my birth chart, my Mercury is always in retrograde. So like, what the fuck does that even mean? So I get lost there, to be honest. Like if you were born where your where Mercury was in retrograde and yeah. it's in your chart in retro, like I don't get it. <laughs> so I am lost there. <laughs> However, I just, lost. yeah, I described to Chelsea, like before this, how I perceive Mercury in retrograde people like Lauren gold probably listen to this and probably think like Carly didn't explain it exactly right. But I think of it as you're driving, you get a flat tire, you take it to the shop and you have an oil leak and your car was about to explode. So it's good that you caught the tire. Like, and even though the flat tire sucked, you had to go through that, but at least it caught something else. But then now you have to pay for the oil leak and the um, flat tire and maybe even a new car, like because of the damage. So it's still just kind of a shitty situation, but at least it's not worse. Like it's just, right. I don't know. It's bringing things to light, Mercury retrograde, especially. Right. Um, and it just may be in a, a way that you don't necessarily like, but it's maybe for your greater good. Um, so there's other people that will spin positives on Mercury retrograde. And I understand why, because again, like I said, the car analogy, you were able to prevent something bigger from it, but it still was like a situation that maybe wasn't ideal with Mercury retrograde. We see issues with communication. That's yeah. the big thing. So mm -hmm. and tech, right. Technology. Is yes. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if our, audio was messed up if we, which we finally have corrected that, <laughs> but also maybe I said something today that could have offended you. And after this podcast, you could be like, Carly, I didn't like the way that you said that. Like really hurt my feelings. I know exactly. Like I'm so upset. Oh my God, Carly. So like, it's just yeah. retrogrades kind of, it's, you don't want to sign anything. You don't want to make any big decisions. You don't want to dye your hair, right? Someone told me that, like, you don't want to like commit that's, to something. That's Venus retrograde. So oh, see, you know what? Yes. what? So that I don't know. I don't live by this. Yeah. So I know that because Venus is like the planet of beauty and love. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, yeah. So fuck. Venus retrograde, we don't want to dye our hair. We don't want to rekindle any relationships with past loved ones. Mm -hmm. We maybe don't want to date, but like, Mercury retrograde is a little hard for dating because of those communication errors there, but and not travel, as, right? Yeah. Travel. We see travel delays with Mercury. Not um, like that's a thing anyway. I know exactly. So maybe what we will see, I don't know. This is a good theory. Maybe Marin on TikTok, she might know, like have more oh, information. She's queen. queen and she's so right hot. There. Like I'm like, I, I always like call out when girls are hot and like, she's hot she's and hot. she's astrology. She really is. She's hot. Good for her. I know. Um, she probably, I'm curious how COVID mixed with Mercury retrograde and the travel thing is going to go. I'm wondering if maybe like air, uh, um, God, airplanes, airports, whatever are going to say like you can't fly unless you're vaccinated for the next yeah. couple months. I think I just saw where there's no international traveling unless you're vaccinated. I think yeah. one of the 
places just said for that. So it makes sense that it's happening around this time. So that's essentially what Mercury retrograde is from someone who just knows the basics of Mercury retrograde and is not a professional. I always just feel like it's in retrograde. So I, I used to really keep track of this, mm -hmm. um, but I just feel like it's really all of the time. I think it's the planet that's, well, is it because it's closest to us? I don't know. It's just always in retrograde. Yeah. I Luckily for you, I feel like you don't have communication errors. Like I feel like we communicate pretty, pretty well. I feel like you have technology errors pretty often, but like. So I was a communications major in college. So mm. if I do have communication errors, like shame on fucking me. Mm -hmm. Like. I pride myself on my public speaking. So it's exactly. Like, yeah. So I don't, I feel like it doesn't, even though you feel like it's always happening, I feel like it doesn't affect you. Like yeah. I would expect it. The technology makes sense for me because we offline, me and Chelsea have been trying really hard to get her computer in yeah. good shape and order. So, and hopefully this is a good podcast. I know. <laughs> so, I know. I'm thinking like, fuck. No, you're fine. Yeah. No, no, I know. I think we're fine, but okay. That's interesting. See, like, I, I don't know, but also we're coming off of a full moon. Yes, that is and I little book. <laughs> want to talk about this because I think there's a huge misconception that you always need to be doing something on the full moon mm -hmm. um, versus the new moon. And I am here to tell you as a witch, the only thing I'll probably ever do on a full moon is charge, which I didn't do by the way, my tarot decks and my crystals and mm -hmm. make water. Um, but I don't actually do any rituals on the full moon. And if I do, they're super relaxing because it literally kicks the shit out of me mm -hmm. to the point where I'm laying in bed. And so many people are like, I feel bad. Like I should be doing something. No, you do something when you have the energy to do it. Exactly. You don't have to push yourself to. Exactly. I agree with that. I find it interesting. I have the sacred self-care Oracle deck. I love it. I highly recommend it for you, Chelsea. It's very entertaining. You should but pull a card. Okay, I will. Um, but I'll put you on the spot, but you no, should. I will happily do that. Maybe at the end we'll pull a card. Yeah. But um, one of the cards is connecting with the moon phases, and I actually like it. And I believe it was it was either Jamie or Samantha Bosshard, one of our other astrologer friends. I know we mentioned these people's names, but I try to put them in context. They were all about the moon phase you were under uh, whenever you were born, and that kind of being a theme of your life. And right. I also have noticed that. I agree with you. You don't have to do all these rituals all the time. However, I think there's key words for each moon phase that I there think is. we could live by while the moon is hap that moon phase is happening that could potentially benefit us or just make life a little bit easier. Um, okay. So I agree. I do. I hardly do moon rituals, but I try to look at the moon like and try to be like, okay, we're going through a full moon. And so full moon's protection, isn't it? Yeah, That's like a huge thing. It's, I think protection awareness. Um, mm -hmm. I think also like starting, I don't want to say like starting new because that's new moon, but it's like letting go and new, new moon and full moon are very similar where it's like a new chapter, mm -hmm. but like a different kind. And I mix those mm -hmm. up all the time. But my book says a full moon is the climax of the lunar cycle. It occurs when the moon and sun are in direct oppositions during this phase, there's maximum illumination. The night sky is electrified by the moon's radiance. I mean, that's science. We all know that one. <laughs> I don't know why that was included in this book. Big brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an astrophysicist. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Um, the full moon shines light on everything. Okay, so important discoveries are often made during this uh, lunation where we have complete perspective. That makes so much sense because I feel like a lot of shit is coming into perspective here. Like, I feel like people are making some realizations, putting two and two together. Mm -hmm. So I think the new moon is just shining light on things that are maybe flawed or maybe shining light on things that like I'm like you, I'm like, let's learn. Like I'm, I'm excited about this and it's shining light on my desires to right. learn and to grow. And I think that's what this new moon did or full moon did for me. So that makes sense. So just think of full moon, light, shining light, sh unveiling, showing the truth. Well, I'm going to give you the witch perspective in a second. Cause it's actually different. Um, but really? it's fine because you can integrate both of those. Yeah. So the witch perspective, the full moon is used for cleansing and vanishing. Um, and making protective water. That's what you guys know me in protection. I know. Like, the full moon is so powerful for like anything protective that you're trying to do. And then if you flip it, the new moon to me is kind of like releasing. Mm -hmm. I actually don't make uh, water on the new moon because there's technically like no power behind it. Mm -hmm. um, there is some type of moon water you can make. I just, I don't have my grimoire with me. It has mm -hmm. all these freaking notes in it. I know. Um, but you can make moon water at any phase, but they all have different properties. It's really interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Like, and I feel like we could combine the two because yeah. it's like protection because you yes. it's shown light on something that you need protected by or yeah. whatever it may be so um yeah for the moon phases do whatever you fucking feel like it honestly like yeah you I'm have to do that. moon water it helps but like it's not the end of the world i mean i no, you don't i read somewhere i forget who it was in our group but they said they do moon water uh, once in a while when they remember, but when they remember, they just put it in their fridge. And when they're feeling really sad, they'll just go drink their moon water. And I think that's just so wholesome. That is wholesome. So I actually have moon water still from Samhain because that was like the blue harvest moon. And mm -hmm. it's like so chaotic, full moon energy. Mm -hmm. And I have, I've used it once. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in my closet because you can't, you can't get it in sunlight or else it turns into like celestial water which is something mm -hmm. fucking different oh my god there's so many things water. i'm but, drinking fiji water <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many things but i i'm like what am i saving myself like i have to do like some big ass spell that like benefits the world or something like it's really powerful water i think we both just have like a lot of anxiety where we feel like we have to be the best at something or we have yeah. to like if we don't keep it up, we are big fat failures and we're the worst witches that there ever was. Like we truly have self worth issues. Um, just airing it all out. We've talked about it in the mental health podcast. Like, so I feel like give yourself a break, forgive yourself. Do not think that you are a failure. If you did not do your witch ritual on the, I didn't do mine and I didn't do anything for the new moon either because I literally said, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Um, the depression be hitting hard this month and yes. I don't want to do a singular thing. And another thing, just to piggyback off of that, you don't have to do your spiritual practice every day. It would be absolutely insane to think that you, you would need to do that. Like I'm not a witch every day. Yeah. <laughs> You're Chelsea every day. And that's all I am like you can not offer. doing spell work every day unless like my dream, which is to become a full-time witch, then I would do spells for clients, but mm -hmm. I'm not doing that shit every day. I know. Yeah. I feel like it's it's all good. It's all good, y'all. Like don't don't beat yourself up. We're all little baby witches here. We're all learning. Like it's oh, all speak for yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's that Mercury retrograde in communication. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're 
So the really cool thing about being a witch or being a spiritual person in general, if you don't really identify with witchcraft or that's not a practice you do, but we're always consistently learning. Like there's always more things to be learned. Like Carly that's just true. bought an astrology book and said, fuck it. I'm just going to learn astrology now. So it's always good to be knowledgeable about those things though. It helps you understand and have perspective. We can never stop growing and bettering no. ourselves. And I think the moment that practitioners do is, is something I think worth noting. If you know of someone like on Instagram or on TikTok that you see, and they are just so set in their ways and their words, and they're not willing and open to new ideas and new stuff like that. I feel like that's a red flag as a modern mm -hmm. practitioner, because I feel like we are constantly changing and evolving and it's not, we do not need to guilt trip people that they, or make them feel like if they're not doing their full moon ritual, they are never going to succeed at reading tarot or um, doing charms no. or being a witch. Like it's not, we are literally trying to survive a pandemic. I cannot believe you got out of bed and I'm so proud of you for that. Good fucking job. I do not expect you to make moon water today. Like, <laughs> uh, It's also really not that important. I mean, mm -hmm. it's good for spell work and like ritual baths and, but I feel like people place a lot of emphasis on moon water and it's become like a trendy thing yeah. to do. Um, but if you're not using it for any of that stuff, then why would you make it? Like if you exactly. don't want to do ritual baths or spell work or like protection, um, or cleansing, like wh why the fuck are you making moon water then just because you saw an Instagram post? Exactly. And only do what you want to do. Cause I think about yeah. moon water and moon baths and I think of Amanda Faye and like, she genuinely wants to do those things. So she does them she has a whole ritual and she loves it and she enjoys it and she thrives from it, but she's choosing to do that. And she doesn't talk about it as much anymore, but like that is her choice and her enjoyment and her fulfillment where ours is maybe just like, I have been highly enjoying pulling a car today and bringing a message and meaning to people. Mm -hmm. That is my new ritual every day. And I enjoy that shit, but that doesn't mean you have to. Um, moon water doesn't, I know for a while, like I remember whenever you did your big moon water, you were like, Carly, you got to do it. But now it's like, we don't care as much. We don't need it as much. It's not our thing. Maybe no, I'm get, saving it. I don't know exactly. what I'm using it for. Yeah. It's just going, I don't want to say it's going to waste because it's not, because maybe it's like, maybe it's like aging, like a fine bourbon, you know? Oh no, that shit's so good. Like, I feel <laughs> like you pick that mason jar up and you're like, this is Samhain Blue Harvest Yes, yes. Um, I, I use it in like, I've used it in one spell working, but I don't, like I said, I don't do spells every day, so. Mm -hmm. It's really, again, we're very like, do what the fuck you want to do when you and wake I like up in the morning. spells. Candles I used to fun. do jar spells. So this is like a tidbit for the people out there. You don't have to do jar spells. Um, jar spells get super clunky and wasteful and they just sit in your fucking closet as a jar. Candle spells. Now that is the shit. You just I, literally anoint a candle, rub it in some herbs with some intention and like light that bitch. Mm -hmm. I saw candle the spell. ones that you made and oh my God, I love it. And like, I want to do that. I probably will. It's and easy. I think we might've talked about this, but we may, we should do a podcast on this, but like the dollar store has $1 altar candles. That's where I got mine. Yes. Like 
which is on the budget. Like, here's how you do it. Here, get your mason jars for your moon water at the dollar store. It's only a dollar and it's a giant mason jar. That's where I get all of my witch stuff. You don't need, we've Mm -hmm. said this before in a podcast episode, you do not need money to be a witch. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, And the really cool things about, well, I use like the simple, like I put mine on a plate and burn the candle down Mm -hmm. because I like to read the wax, but Mm -hmm. the seven days you can read the containers with like the soot and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's another thing to study if you're like interested, but I find candle spells to be so cool because you can see how they've progressed by reading the wax or by reading the seven day candle on Mm -hmm. the glass bottle. Mm -hmm. Like jar spells, you can't read unless something happens in your favor or it backfires on you. Mm -hmm. I had um, good old pal RBJ, Rachel Beth Jackson. She made me some spell jars and I thought they were the cutest things. And Mm -hmm. I kind of just use them as decor now. So one was a protection one that is on my grandmother's clock. Oh, and that oop. you need so <laughs> if you're doing jar spells um because i have to take mine out every so often and shake my protection ones you have to shake them to get the energy going again because they'll say just get stagnant and you could charge them in the moon by the way okay well i need to do that and then the love spell one the love jar that one i had to be bury. shaking that one i buried it i don't know where it is i can't shake it so it's buried and then a guy came over vanishing something no, I don't know. I just did what RBJ told me to do. But here's the funny story. I placed a rock over it, over where I buried it. And he came, this guy came over and peed on it and peed on the rock and peed where. So I think it attracted a man, but he just pissed all over it <laughs> and all over my life. Is he was he just a friend, life? by the way. Like this wasn't an actual like thing. But... Oh, okay. Is he in your life anymore? No, he's not. But he was only in my life for like the splittest of a second. Yeah. That's interesting because usually when you bury spells, I'm not discrediting RBJ at all because it's probably just what she does. But usually when I bury spells, it's because I'm banishing something. Because like mm. I'll go out into the woods <laughs> with like a shovel. Yes. <laughs> and I look like a crazy person like digging out there. And I'm like, no, don't mind me. Just like, you know. I had to use a ladle. Do you remember I sent you the Snapchats of me with a ladle? <laughs> and I was like, I forgot about this. I had to go bury it and use the ladle. <laughs> And maybe it didn't say Barry. Maybe it said something else, but like that's. No, it could be. I mean, it could be some type of different spell working. Like maybe I was banishing like men who, huh? Negative self-talk. Like that's another banishment. Like self-love. I was going to say, or men who ain't shit, you know, like maybe that. Yeah. So it probably, RBJ had her reasons and I trust her for it. So, I mean, I know that's not what we're saying at all, but it's just like, yeah, I get it. And also like, Again, we're also huge advocates that there's no right or wrong for certain things. I think in spell work, there are some things like you can fuck up, but it's like, I wonder if there's more modern interpretation. No, there is. And I actually just realized I might've misspoke. I had to bury something away from my house when you're banishing it. I don't actually bury my spell work. Oh, she is right. Because when you bury something by your house, you're attracting it to your home. Yeah. When you're burying it far away, that's the banishing. That was my Okay. Yeah. See, we're also learning. We're still babies. And you called me out and said, speak for yourself. Well, speak for I'm yourself now. <laughs> a baby witch. <laughs> I just don't do like, I don't like jar spells anymore. So I just stopped learning how to do jar spells. Yeah. I can see how it's clunky. There's not, I, I, I would not, I would also not do that. I don't know what just happened. I like, like where do you put them? Yeah. Some people prefer to do them and that's fine. It's just, this whole conversation is about just do what you, what, like what feels right to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have like a modern day, like witch self care book that I really like. The problem is like some of the spell work that they have in there. Like, I think, what are they called? Poppets? Like basically like 
that is a closed practice. You do. I'm pretty sure you do not mess with like poppets, like or poppies or whatever they are. They're like little. It's supposed to be a person type of type of stuff. Like, and it was this glorified, glamorized like witch self care book. But I'm like, there's people whenever you make those, I understand it appeals to the masses. Like I bought it, I wanted it, but then there's close practice spells in there that you just like should not mess with. And I don't even know a lot about it, but I saw that and I was like, I know I should not be doing that. Yeah. I don't, like I said, that doesn't like ever resonate with me. It's just not the kind of witch that I am. I just, I don't like to use a lot of tools. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I also think we're, we aren't able to do those specifically. I mean, I did a healing spell on someone one time, but I, like I said, I use candles, so I don't, yeah. I don't like too many tools. It just gets too clunky on my altar, and I'm just like, nah. It yeah, looks exactly. cool for the aesthetic, but that's not why you should be a witch. Exactly. Yeah, I think, again, you make the rules that you want, and you kind of do what it is that you're being called to do. So if you're Amanda Faye, and you do moon baths, and you go out naked on the That's sick, moon. and I want to do that when I own my own home. I'm exactly. I know. Outside you do Amanda Faye or if you're a RBJ and you make jars for people for Etsy and you spell yeah. jars, go ahead, go do it. Like again, you're me and Chelsea. Chelsea does candle work. I do none of those. <laughs> I like just kind of set intention in my coffee. That's as far as I've gotten with like, and I have my, you guys can't see, but I have a coffee bar right behind me. So like I meant to compliment you on that before, but we got sidetracked you. with like what we were going to talk about today, which is like I know. things. I'm so proud of it. Like I truly, so the top has all of the uh, coffee beans that I've accumulated from local coffee shops. The second has my Keurig, my espresso, and then my mm-hmm. drip coffee. And then the bottom has just like extra, um, like my toasters there. I just need a place to put my toaster, but then it has a electric kettle and my French press. And then the very bottom, if you can see, now has my new collection of mugs and I'm starting to buy a ton of mugs. So, and then all my K cups right there. So, I mean, you guys can't see that, but I'm a coffee hoe and like, that's where my witch shit comes in. That's where my intent comes in is every day. My ritual is I pull a card now and I make my coffee and it is. Yeah. I love it. I, I, I'm not even like a coffee addict. I could care less. I could stop drinking coffee tomorrow and be just fine. But there's something about it that I find very comforting. Um, and I just, again, the stirring of the intent and putting in my sugar and the ritual of it all is just very I do that too every morning. And when I tell you that it works, like sometimes the intent takes a while to come in. Mm-hmm. But like if you do the same intent every day, mm-hmm. like I've seen it, like I'm like, I stir that into my coffee this morning. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I wake up and there's something about having a hot cup of coffee with your intent in it. And you're just like, so I do, um, I try to do like three things I'm grateful for every day and I try to change it up. But I'm the first thing I always say is my cup of coffee. Yes. I'm truly grateful for my cup of coffee. Like I know. it smells good. It's warm. It's comforting, especially in the winter and it's freezing. Yes. Um, How do you take your coffee? I'm wondering if we're similar. So I actually use a non-dairy creamer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use like a Keurig and then my favorite is the hazelnut non-dairy creamer from Trader Joe's or mm-hmm. the French vanilla one. And that's how I take my coffee. Gotcha. Do you put any like sugars in it or is that sugar enough no. in your creamer? Okay. Yeah, that's enough. But if I'm like at, um, I don't know, like at a restaurant or something and they only have almond milk, then I'll just take almond milk with like no flavoring. Yeah. Um, Whenever I... 
go to like any local coffee shops or if I go to like Starbucks or whatever, I usually do almond or oat milk. Lately, oat milk, but I'll do almond sometimes. Um, and then if it has to be dairy, I'll do like fat free or skim. Um, cause I drink, I have dairy, like my creamer is dairy based, but I do like, uh, the bliss, like all natural non-dairy, um, alternatives anyways. Um, it tastes the same to me. Like it still gives it that texture that I mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but some of the almond milk creamers I don't like because they look curdy in my coffee and I'm like, yeah. dude, no. And some of the almond milk tastes too almondy. That's why I've enjoyed oat Agreed. milk because it, it, it's fine. Oat milk um, is freaking amazing. Like if I, if I, you probably just said this, but if you, I go to like a cafe, I'm like, I'm getting oat milk. Yes. So I take my coffee with sugar-free vanilla, whatever. Like if it's oat, almond, if it's only just skim, but sugar-free vanilla, cinnamon, and sometimes honey, depending on the place, but it's always sugar-free vanilla cinnamon. And then I will do, um, either like the cinnamon will be that sugar additive, or I'll do a, um, like a sweet and low or like that kind of like, what is it? Sativa sugar. Wait, I think that's yeah. weed or like, Oh my God, I'm going. Yeah. Sativa. Um, I think shit. it's something no. with an S yeah. Sativa's weed. <laughs> I put weed in my coffee. Sativa is pot. <laughs> is it? Okay. Hold on. Um, it is fake sugar with S Damn. and it's brown and it's big. It's not that Truvia thing. It's the other one. No, not Truvia. I know exactly. It's from a plant. <laughs> okay. It is. I got it. It's Stevia in the raw. <laughs> it's, We've it's never raw. smoked pot before. <laughs> I know it's Stevia in the raw. So I oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. I love Stevia. I actually, well, I'm. <laughs> oh, that sounded so fake where I'm over here like Sativa and you're like, yeah, that's wrong. I don't know. And you're like, oh, I love that. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but I wasn't going to correct you. <laughs> because it sounded right to me at the moment. And then in my head, you said it before me and I was like, that's yeah. weed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, hmm, I don't think that's, I, I'm not, I'm in Kentucky. Lead is not legalized, so. Well, they legalize it in New Jersey, but it's being held up with the state because you know what? No one could ever just legalize pot and just be fucking normal. Like for legal reasons, I have never consumed sativa, stativa, stiva, stevia. We don't even know the proper name for that. I know. (laughs) I know. It was something I read on Reddit. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I learned. I I did the stock market. Okay, no joke. I, I can't talk about the stock market because I don't get it. But like someone posted, did you see that post from Reddit where someone posted exactly what was going on at the stock market? And my brain just went, I, like you heard some cool shit on Reddit. And people make fun of us for astrology and witch shit, but yet y'all trust the stock market. And y'all, y'all, y'all trust Wall Street? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Yeah. I know, exactly. And like, you rich. believe in that, but like, <laughs> okay, comrade Chelsea. <laughs> I'm actually like an anarchist where I'm just like, why can't we just all live in nature Anarchy! and together and fuck the government because they don't do shit. No matter what political party you are, you cannot tell me the government does anything for you. Have you, um, there's a video. Yeah. I'm like, yours are in the pot. And I'm like, okay, let's go to this vine reference <laughs> quick. <laughs> like a coop. I know there's this like kid and he's like, anarchy, it's anarchy. That I feel like is you. It's just this little baby. That's like, anarchy. yeah, exactly. So wow, um, Carly, how dare you call me a baby? I know twice in one <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> hey, I want to pull Oracle cards. Yes, I have it. I was going to say we have about like 10 more minutes. You pull one and then I pull one. Okay. So this is a sacred self-care Oracle. Which what are we, we pulling for just for like general for the people? Um, yeah, for us and for the people. So I'm giving you guys homework and you're probably giving them a message, but I'm giving them homework. Okay. Maybe um, my message will incorporate. Whoa. Let's see if it's the same. Okay. Chelsea, this morning I pulled the five of pentacles, which as you guys may not or maybe know is the five of pentacles. We see a little bit of sickness, financial loss or financial strain. We just see some sort of strain in like your home and material matters. It doesn't necessarily have to be finances. It doesn't necessarily have to be sickness, but we just see like some stress with your day-to-day -day life. Um, and I did not like it. So I immediately pulled, uh, the strength card, which was very nice. Pretend I do not see. I, I know. Power. I'm like, that didn't pop out. I know. And so I just kind of had this message of, you know, there might be a little bit, and I thought it was for me, which could be potentially the case. And it's so crazy. This Oracle card I pulled was abundance planning. So it's like, what is yours? Action. Action. Oh my God. You better so, be doing something. I know. So make sure not to really touch your savings or putting money into your savings and paying your bills before you start buying 50 books like I did and three Oracle cards. Yeah. And take some action. So if you, if like you're, if you're like, I need to save more money, this is your sign to just maybe start acting upon that. Yeah. Um, and starting like putting things towards your savings. If mm -hmm. you can, I obviously get yeah. like COVID, we're, we're not pandemic. getting help from yeah. the government. Fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm, but take some action and, and accountability for your, uh, your finances. I'm wondering if we're going to see kind of maybe not the stimulus check coming as fast as maybe Americans need it, which I thought we were going to get the second stimulus in February anyway. So I'm wondering with these cards and messages we pulled today, we're going to see even more delays, um, maybe even some more issues at work. And with our finances, like you said, um, it does seem like take action, put some money in your savings, pay your bills and, uh, Try not to spend money like I am, and maybe you are, on Oracle cards and books to learn. I just bought a lot of, like, witch necklaces. I know. It's bad. So um, take action and stop being dumb bitches like us. Yeah, it's it's more of, like, just take some accountability and, like, yes. pull your life together if you, mm -hmm. like if you need that message, this is your sign. Like nothing bad is going to happen to you. It's just like, Oh yeah. Take some accountability. And like, if you're trying to save, make it towards a certain savings goal, like just make sure that you're doing everything that you can to get there. Um, I'm really taking it as like, uh, it's almost the first of February and that's when most like, that's when rent is due. That's when a lot of bills mm -hmm. are due. So it seems like. Yeah. Maybe, pay your bills first. Yeah. That seems like the thing I'm getting. I feel like January was weirdly like full of abundance, at least for mm -hmm. me in material matters. Um, again, I, I got books, I got new oracles. I, I did, I announced my business. Things were, um, very nice and very comfortable in January. So I'm wondering if February we're possibly seeing a lull in that. So it's good to kind of be like a bear and just like hibernate your money a little bit and pay your bills the first of the month and then yep. maybe don't make have any extra for the spring and the summer when shit's yes. going to be like lit. Exactly. Charlie and I have said on this podcast before the readings that we do January, February, March is like rest and strategize. And exactly. then the summer and the spring is like, let's go balls to the walls. Exactly. So, also, um, go ahead. 
I think we should do this at the end of every podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Like you pull homework and I'll pull a card and like yes. let's see what happens. Like that yes. was fun. I know. I enjoyed it. And I pull the sacred self-care oracles at the end of all my readings. And I'm like, I'm giving you homework to do after yeah. this reading. I think you need it. We all need it. And it helps a lot. Um, but no, I think that Chelsea, unfortunately, is no longer, or you're on TikTok again. I'm now not on TikTok. I have, I'm back on the TikTok. And I'm not. So we don't have our TikTok segment anymore. So this might be a good thing to do until we're both on TikTok at the same time again. Because I'm kind of like over TikTok though. Like it's funny, but then like I find myself wasting huge amounts of time scrolling yes, through TikTok. I agree. And then also there just hasn't been a side that I've particularly been on. No. Just random stuff. So I feel like. We should just ask that when guests come on more so if they're even on TikTok. But I'm going to, I think from this podcast, we've learned we need to talk to Roy, Ryan, and get Reiki going because I feel like you guys would be interested in that. I also want to get Alexa Sharwal on and be like, bitch, talk to us about the chakra. She also does Reiki, but I've noticed she makes a lot of posts. Yeah, we should. posts about chakras. And she's like, I don't know. I just think of her this ethereal being. I very much enjoy same I like following her yeah I really like her presence there so um also too like let us know if there's anyone you want to see or things we want to talk about there's like local people I'm like I would love to have them on I'm like I bet Chelsea has local people too um who would be great to like talk to and stuff like that like my friend does I think it's called Huga Haiga and it's basically how to have this like comfort of your house based on it's very similar to um, Mm, feng shui feng shui but it's a more i think like uh gosh like finnish denmark sweden arctic circle type of vibe about like well i'm gonna be moving out soon so i'm like i need to get my feng shui going Um, yeah so i feel like we have a lot of this is i think re-energized me because the first the last few podcasts were like oh my god the winter the politics we're dying mental health Help. sucks. Help us SOS. But now it's like, okay, we, there's probably people in New Jersey that are like super talented and amazing. Like I only want to be the super talented. Person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually want my tarot reader and intuitive Helene to come on here. She's been doing this like oh, for perfect. over 30 years and she's crazy. And she does Reiki on me during my tarot readings. And she also, oh, that's beautiful. Um, so I feel like she could relate to us and she's super cool. Um, um, yeah, I feel, how long has she been doing tarot for? Oh, she's like 30 years. Gotcha. I bet we could get some, she will laugh at us, I think with the way that maybe we do tarot, but like, she doesn't even read the cards. Like she gets messages from spirits and then she'll pull cards out and be like, oh yeah, that's what they just said. And like, it's just, she was the reason why I wanted to start my own business. Like she's so incredible. So maybe, maybe that's like an option. Yeah. But if you guys have any suggestions, please let us know. Cause I think we're both excited about what's possibly to come. So Mm -hmm. with all that being said, do you have any parting words? Um, just rest, Yeah. like be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do things for self-care is what I keep telling my clients. I keep getting self-care cards. So take some time for yourself. Watch that movie, eat that mac and cheese. Don't worry oh, about it. It's going to be I'm about okay. to eat mac and cheese. I think. Oh, that's yeah. a KFC mac and cheese. I'm going to say it every podcast. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. Cause I have to remind myself of that too. I know. So take care of your y'all selves. I have not been able to speak. That's where the communication is. I know I'm stuttering. My like dyslexia. We're like, what is it? Yeah. While it's happening to us. I know. We're like, what? 
what do you mean? Um, calling each other babies. Like, <laughs> so with all that being said, you guys have a great one. Whenever we post the next one, we'll post it for you. Not sure when it's going to be, but let us just vibe. Vibing. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.